Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have fellas. I always start with Jay Hill. Uh, Trey Ely and John Lane. Jay's not with us once again. Jay Hill. <laughs> no Jay Hill. Jay Hill missed himself. And we're on um, another day, too. Yeah, right. Uh, this is the podcast where we are three musicians <laughs> with <laughs> things without the singer and without the singer and we're going to get into it uh last week we had the um the special edition draft so we're going to start with the washington commanders and how we feel about their draft picks Commandos. uh who wants to start <laughs> with uh we start with john go ahead so uh the number one well not number one the uh number 16 Overall pick was Jahan Dotson from Penn State, wide receiver. After the Commanders traded down, they traded their pick to the um, New Orleans Saints, Saints, who took our wide receiver Chris Olave. Mm. But um, <laughs> uh, but it's he belongs okay. to the streets. We got Jahan Dotson, um, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, round two we got a defensive tackle. Another person added to the Alabama wall. Another Alabama, yeah. yeah. Another Bama. So I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be Deron Payne's replacement, although I don't know if uh, his name is Fedarian Mathis. I don't know if he's going to be in the starting lineup. He might be in the second line off the bench. Um, and I think they're going to make a move to 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 take to move Deron Payne out and bring in somebody else. Um I was a little surprised at round three when they got Brian Robinson, the running back from Alabama. Um, I thought J- uh, Jarrett Patterson 
was beginning to develop, but I guess they didn't think that way. So I think it beefens up the running game just a bit. Carson Wentz is not much of a runner. He can run. Yeah, that was early to take a running back. I thought. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a bit third, early like for the me. Third round, and like we got Gibson and all that. So right. I mean, dang, we we kind of um, saying we we need somebody that can play now. You know. Like, yeah, we got two fifth round picks: uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, and Cole Turner, the tight end from Nevada. Um, someone made a comparison to Cole Turner. I think they said he's kind of like Jason Winton. So. You know, we'll see. Um, they would compare him to a cowboy. And then uh, we got two seventh rounders. Uh, we got uh, Chris Paul, not the basketball player, but the guard. I'm the real Chris using. Paul. Chris Paul, the guard, but not the basketball player. How about that? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris Paul All is a guard uh, from Tulsa. And uh, Christian Holmes, a cornerback, cornerback from Oklahoma State. Um, overall, I would grade the draft like a C minus. Mm. Um, I've heard that Marty Herney is very good at number uh, round one picks, but he's not very good at middle of the round, like two through four. He's not very good at those picks. Uh, his history has shown. So um, we will see. Hopefully, these are role players more than anything else, and they can provide a a little bit of a spark to get all the stars and the starters to uh, progress. But overall, eh. It's a C minus. Uh, yeah. Before trade, before you go, I'm <laughs> so out of 32 teams, their draft pick grade was 31st. Oh. Oh. <laughs> According to who? By who? By who? According to sportingnews.com. Mm. Uh, the only team under them is the New England Patriots. Who picked up a lot of picks? And they didn't draft well, though. Well, you know, that's that's you know how to the be Patriots seen. roll. That you know how the Patriots yeah, roll. They don't draft you know big, sexy names and all that. They get and people they, that they go get fill the workhorses, and then those teams yeah. go into contention. So, uh, Trey, give us your take on the draft uh, grade for Washington Commanders. Um, I I think that on the like splashy, sexy side, it is like a C. But I'm, I'm going to give it a strong B plus just because I feel like we finally took like the Bill Belichick, like the Patriots uh, approach to it and went out and got tried to get some value out of the draft, trading back, picking up guys that are, you know, like uh, solid, you know, role players um, and and actually building a team because you're not going to go out there and draft eight superstars on draft day. That just doesn't happen. So. You know, I think that that approach has worked for um, some of the more successful teams over the last, you know, decade or two. And I think that hopefully, well, I won't say I think that I'm hoping that it it works for us. Um, And I hope it makes up for the fact that all of our free agents come from Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I forgot. I forgot the round uh, round four pick was a safety. safety. Yeah, I thought you didn't uh, mention Butler. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, forgot him. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we we, we got hit two some DBs needs. in the draft. We we hit some areas of need. Two DBs got some depth. <laughs> yeah. Turn me up, two DBs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's yeah. a music joke for those of you who are uninitiated. That's funny. <laughs> um, I, I you know what? I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with both you guys. I think the it's a it's a solid class, right? But it's not like the sexy 
you know, you got the name. We were all watching. So when they traded down to 16 and then the Saints picked up Alave, I think we all were kind of disgusted and kind of disappointed at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went through. I mean, I we went through a series of emotions, but at the end, I, I went through those two. Those it. two solely. <laughs> those two emotions were the only ones that I felt when I when I saw because I we were so we we knew we were going to get the top the the top guys at quarter at wide receiver. So it was like Alave was going to fall right into our lap, and he so fell at sixteen. <laughs> Right, so he he went well. Not was eleven, right? The pick was eleven. Uh, they took him yeah. with the pick. They, they the took week. him with the with right. our pick. So he went. We knew he we went where we thought away. he was going to go, just to the yeah. wrong team, you know. And Jahan Dotson, we have to wait and see. I mean, he he was in the top five of the wide receivers. I think he might have, or he was in the top six of the receivers to take in the first round. So we will have to wait and see how he he's, um pairs up with um, McLaurin. I hope that it does. I hope that with the picks that they did, they they kind of fall in line with what the Patriots have uh, employed into their system in terms of winning and how to get players that work as opposed to players that just have names. And well, Trey Trey said it. First of all, I don't think I don't think Dotson's going to be much of a playmaker. He's not going to be a playmaker like you know McLaurin is, but I think he's going to be a role player in the sense that if we need to get a long third down he he's a great route runner and he has like he's got incredible hands he can catch the ball you've seen yeah, the highlights of him yeah, making so one-handed catches yeah. and he's even they they ranked him number the number one wide receiver in contested catches so in the draft yeah. in, in the draft the number one yeah. wide receiver in the draft and contested catches so Terry McLaurin already is good he's at already that catches. yeah he's already he's yeah, already so. what that you hand. need from what you need from Dotson you don't need him to be a superstar you need him to put pressure on the defense so that they yeah you know you, they're going to put all the, you need basically you need them to put somebody back on number one you need them to not double up on number one so you have a two that is also a threat so they can't double number one Right. So you have both sides of the field kind of covered. You don't need him to be a superstar. You just need him to be able to go out and get the ball. Like you said, and with contested catches, he's going to be that guy. Um, and you still got Logan Tom, Tom, uh, Thomas coming across the middle. So you got the field covered, right? Like it's, yeah. I mean, we still got other receivers as well, but you need, you need somebody to basically say, you can't just load up the field on McLaurin. You, right. you need both sides of the field. You got to have options. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, I'm almost scared to quote it because I can't remember who said it, but somebody was saying that um, he had uh, flashes of uh, of uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, let's not do that. Not oh, I heard <laughs> it was I heard it was Deshaun Jackson. Well, that's not that different. Yeah, that's like that's the same. Not that different. That's, that's different, that's different, different era, yeah. <laughs> different decade, but yeah. it's the same yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, let's not do that yet, though. Let's let's get him on the field first. Yeah, I'm not ready to. I'm not <laughs> yeah, ready to make that comparison. Well, yet. No, but I, when you do a draft, or, they have to compare you know, somebody. Scott, yeah, they do a they comparison to, do that, to it. Sure. That is part of that process. Yeah, but let's um, not do that. Not those two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other receivers you can compare him to. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't compare to Josh Doxson. Oh God. Yeah. All right, let's next, next question. Doxon Thanks, was taller anyway. <laughs> he was I wish trash, I was too. a little bit taller. All right. <laughs> um, I guess that you kind of touched on it, John, but do you think that Dotson's going to be a playmaker? Trey? Um, I do. Um, either in the slot 
or opposite McLaurin. I think with his with with his you know supposed speed and hands and route running that you know he's going to be open a lot, and uh, he can catch it. So he's going to be open a lot and he can catch it. That sounds like a winning combination to me. Yeah, I mean it does. We uh, know that he can catch the ball. That's a good thing. Does he, like does he? Does he? Does he start over Curtis Samuel? Um, does Curtis I mean, Samuel play? Period. It, it depends on if he plays. If he's not injured in the preseason, then I mean, no, but I could also Curtis I could Samuel's also the fastest receiver on our roster. So yeah, and um, I could also see if he's them putting Dotson as uh, number three. Yeah, okay, good. I'm I'm glad you said that, John, because I'm looking at the depth chart now. So they had McLaurin at one, Samuel at two, and Dotson at three. Yeah, I could see that. With, that would be uh, pretty mean. And then you add Gibson and McKissick. I mean, that's that's pretty mean. That's a pretty mean. And offense. don't forget about Logan Thomas. And Logan Thomas for sure. And they got they got two other tight ends. John Bates was really good last season. He only played in like I think four or five games, but in those in those games he he produced pretty well. And we got this new kid. Um, so I feel feel like we're loaded right now. It yeah, always I mean, feels like that for us in the off season. Yeah, we we got we got up to four. <laughs> We're on, good at uh, doing that depth chart, and we see who sticks around. But the 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 three up to the third string looks pretty solid. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. You know, I, I think um, if they go back to a three receiver set, we kind of get back into like that whole posse kind of vibe, which is interesting uh, to kind of idealize or think about um yeah. let's move on to uh, the quarterback uh so uh commanders drafted um sam howe from north carolina uh should wince try to mentor <laughs> sam. this is like a, this is like Wait. a loaded question well i, I did that because <laughs> Tannehill said he wasn't going to mentor uh, malik willis <laughs> He's like, Tannehill mm. just messed up an interview that's what Tannehill. he did. was like i'm not doing shit for that uh, the way he said it, the way he said it, it didn't uh, you know, to me sound like it was malicious. It just sounded like he didn't think before he spoke and he answered the well, question wrong. Well, that, that's in the next segment. We could talk about that. Yeah, it's make a um, difference in, in, in the next segment because I actually have an opinion um, on how right. he said it and why he said it. But we can so talk about it in the next. Let's segment. go to Wince and Wince mentor how John. Um. Oh, John. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I'll throw your question at some point. <laughs> I'm not. I I wasn't all that impressed with Sam Howell's tape. Um, I thought he was I okay. I think he. It's a. It's okay to me. I, I. He. I think he went in the right. I think he was drafted in the correct round. I would have not been surprised if he had gone in the fifth round. Um, so all that to say, I do think it would help. That you know, if Carson Wentz kind of took him under his wing and just not show him all the tricks of the trade and secrets, but just to say, hey, look, on this down, on third and long against this team, I like to focus on the linebacker, or I like to make sure that the DBs are running zone, and this is where I'm going to go, you know. And then that's kind of how I would sort of baby step him into the situation because we all know that Wentz is going to be here for three years you know, it, garnering any sort of injury or something like that. Um, 
and Taylor Heineke is the backup. So Sam Howell's probably not going to see the field until both of them are gone. Right, but so, here's my question. And I, I, I think he might be able to beat Heineke. No, no, let me, let me, <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> but right. he's not going to get that chance before Heineke. So, but Heineke and Wentz have technically been in the league the same amount of time, right? So can you get Heineke this? and Wentz? Yeah, they both 29. Thought, yeah, but I thought Heineke... Heineke was in another league. He was in international football league. Yeah, Heineke was out of the league for some period of time. He I'm, was like oh, in okay. the Canadian league or something football, like that. He, football experience. I'm, I'm, uh, let's let's deal with the football okay. experience, though. Right? He can he can basically if he doesn't get the tutelage from Wentz, he could technically get it from Heineke because Heineke's seen the field. Uh-huh. He's played in the game. Yeah, I don't know about wait, that. No, no, wait. Uh-huh. Coaches, the coaches <laughs> that can't play coach. So <laughs> players that can't play coach, right? So. He could be a like better John, coach, like John Fox. <laughs> <laughs> he could be he could be a better coach than player. Like it could help. He if he wants to be a coach, he better be a better coach than player. So Ron Rivera yeah. should not be a head coach because he won a Super Bowl as a player. Nah, he shouldn't be coaching nobody. <laughs> At this point, uh. he's like his his winning formula is to bring all the Panthers here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's not a coach. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's very true. My point is. Like does it have? It doesn't have to come from the the, the starting quarterback. But and I think it would help. But but then technically, my point: Taylor started last year. I mean, if you were with the Buccaneers, would you rather be mentored by the backup or by Tom Brady? That don't care. I rather you know I rather take my <laughs> two. No, if if I couldn't get Tom, I would go to Brian Leftwich. Honestly, because he's the one that's calling the plays anyway. Well, but he's, he's a the coach. coach. I mean, I would. Yeah, he, yeah, that's 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 obvious. But yeah. if we're looking for someone who is like you, who's playing the same position as you and has seen a little bit of success, yeah, you kind of want to have that guy. Sort of, it's like we can use it in musical terms. Like I definitely, if I'm if I'm uh, like uh, let's say I'm a roadie for Vinnie Caliuta while on tour with Sting. I'm like one of five roadies. Like, I'm setting up his stuff. I want him to say, yeah, when I'm playing seven days, I like to play it like this. I would like for him, I don't expect him to, but I would like for him to show me the ropes because what happens if he's sick? And they're like, oh, let's go to John because, you know, he's got the mentorship from from Vinny. Then I get to step up and take his job, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Leading me to the Brian Tannehill situation, which I'll get to in the next segment. But I'm right. gonna say John has probably li- had this fantasy play out in his mind before today. To take uh, many times. <laughs> He's like, many times. I, I showed up backstage and then I shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> took his stick not like that. Please, <laughs> not the first not, time not that John has played this through his mind. I definitely <laughs> thought of it. He woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I get that point, right? Like, I'm, I'm not saying it, it doesn't make sense. I, I just, but his, okay, I, his, playing devil's advocate, Wentz got cut last year, technically. He got traded or he got cut from the team that he was on. So do you want to take advice from the dude who wasn't, isn't even on the team that he was on last year? Bruh. But I think it, first of all, I think he was cut for other reasons, not because of, he lost to the Jags and he lost to the, um, Who's the other sucky team? He lost to two really bad teams. And he I don't know why he was cut because he had numbers. He put up numbers. He was twenty-seven and seven last. They just wanted season. somebody else. I mean, it's they, one of the things. They twice they, though. They're, they're using the narrative that he cost them the playoffs. 
What do you mean twice? Uh, mean twice Eagles, then? coach. Eagles, Eagles is because of injuries. Eagles was because of injuries. He couldn't. Well, there was other reasons. Field. There was there was other reasons too. As apparently some of the players didn't like being around him, and that's that's okay. that's hearsay. Okay. That's hearsay. That's not what the narrative is with the Indianapolis Colts, which I feel like there's something else because I think I think Frank Reich wanted him there, I, and I think it was the owner that wanted to get rid. of Oh wait, Frank Reich is the coach, right? Jim Ursay is the owner. I can't remember. Anyway, the know. owner didn't want him there, but the head coach wanted to keep I him. I think Wright is... Who gives a shit? Your point's made. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if Carson Wentz is getting paid $28 million, he's a big deal. And he's if he's putting up numbers like he's put up, then, yeah, I want to I wanna be mentored by, by him. Not by Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah, I don't don't think that you want. I wasn't saying you take Taylor over Carson. I'm just saying if Carson didn't want to do it, who do you go to? I mean, you go to the quarterback coach. Oh well, yeah, yeah, sure. I think I I don't think it hurts to go to Taylor Heineke because he's had that experience. At least he can tell you some of the things that went wrong for him last season that you can take. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hey, before you go out there, don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when you play the Cowboys, don't throw it towards Trayvon Austin. Okay, (laughs) right. That's Um, but yeah, all that to say, I feel like there's several people on the team that can help mentor you. But obviously the primary choice has got to be the starting quarterback. Fair. Do we think Marcus Mariota. Sam Howell ever get a chance to start in the NFL at this point? Go on I'm sure he'll get a chance. I don't know what it's going to look like. but Yeah, a lot of quarterbacks that are just professional backups. Yeah. They never see the field. Colt McCoy. Oh, well, he sees the field. He totally sees the field. But there there Um, are a lot of guys who never seen the field. They just are professional backups. And they make a I nice little like, piece of money doing that. I, I feel like Sam Howell is a replica of Baker Mayfield, except Baker Mayfield went in number one overall. They look alike too, and they do oh. look alike, and oh. they're they're almost about the same build. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I, like. I just don't know about Sam Howell, man. That's fair. All right, moving on. Uh, let's go to hockey. Caps take a one zero lead against uh, the Panthers. What yeah. are all the expectations? <laughs> what are the expectations going forward with this series? Well, we Solely know who John Rivera is rooting for. <laughs> right, uh, Rob Rivera is going to look for the gold center for the Panthers to be the kicker. Show, yeah, right, he's showing up. <laughs> he gonna show up at the games. Hey, man, you want to play in all season? <laughs> I got a spot for you, brother. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, anyway, Steve Reskin yeah. out there playing tight end. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny as shit. Uh, I was actually very surprised that they were able to get this win. Um, here's the funny thing about this matchup: uh, the Washington Capitals are number. They have the best record on the road this season, but they played the team with the best record and the t- team that has the best home record. Um, and the Panthers are undefeated when they are winning after the second period after the second period it was two to one florida and they managed the the capitals managed to score three unanswered goals including an empty netter to secure the win um a lot of people are saying this is experience over amateur uh the panthers haven't won a playoff series since 1996 which is absolutely 
crazy. It's the longest drought of any NHL team. Uh, but they won the President's Trophy. They're, they have the best record in all of the NHL. They're the number one seed. And generally, the teams that win the President's Trophy are out in the first round. So it's going to be very interesting. I still think the Panthers are going to pull this off. I think they're going to win it in seven. But we'll see. It was a really, really good start for the for the Cavs. Trey? Sons and four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't even know the Caps was playing in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's just I was I actually watched um Tampa Bay's game the other day. Yeah, that was a good game. I watched the first, it. The first game wasn't that good, but the, yes, last night was good. They only talk about they talk about uh it was four teams they were talking about, and I was like, is it almost over? They were talking like Tampa Bay was going to win it. <laughs> oh, it was like Tampa Bay won the last two years. Yeah. Um, and it's like they only can beat themselves, and I was like, huh. It's almost over. And then it was like, you put this up. I was like, the Caps. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, the East. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it just started. It yeah. just started. So we'll see. It's the, the East is loaded right now. I'm not sure if the West is as loaded, but the East, man, they've got some really, really good teams. And Washington, they're, they're ranked number eight. It's going to be very difficult for them. If they get past the first round, it's going to be very difficult for them to get past the second round. So. We'll see. How much? How much are tickets to the hockey games for playoffs? You know, uh, it depends on the team. Um, if you're talking about Tampa Bay, you're looking at like four hundred bucks. Um, if you're talking about the Caps, somewhere around there, like three, two, three hundred bucks, something like that. Mm-hmm. Depends on where you sit too. So, all right. Um, Trey is. Would you watch to trade the game? Huh? Sons wow. and four. Wow. Sons and four. <laughs> what are you doing that's taking you away from your current job of being on the podcast? <laughs> wow. You're doing something. You haven't asked me any questions. You keep asking John. I, I, I did like, because I like just a, be, that's I'm, because I'm you're playing a game. <laughs> I feel like I'm being discriminated against. <laughs> We're teaming well, up with just two of us and one of well, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You don't realize it. Technically, it's three of us because it's another John in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere in the queue. They're everywhere. What was the question? What are you doing, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) He is like solely focused on something over there. What are you? What are you over there playing? You playing or something? Are you playing a game? You gotta be playing a game. I can hear the. This is this is not relevant to the the, uh, sports things of uh, audience. I can tell you what he's watching. He's watching. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Pay attention to the podcast, nigga. <laughs> well, we ended it with this segment. We're going to break. This segment ends on a hockey question, so I don't have anything to ask you. Anyway. What, what am I supposed to say? You talking about the Capitals. I'm like, oh. I mean, you know. I hope they win. Right. <laughs> I hope they uh, win. Thanks. I hope they win. Uh, it's good. It's good. Go, go Caps. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back. I'm very knowledgeable, but I hope they win. I, you know, I, me neither. I, like I said, I didn't even know he was playing. I, I felt like <laughs> I felt like I, I won a trophy or something, figuring out they won. They they playing now. So if they win, <laughs> wow. if they actually if they actually win, if they win it all, what does that mean? Because they they've won in the last five years. 
Yeah, that's two. They, that's two in the last. Yeah, the last know that? five years. You don't follow so hockey, but you know they won. <laughs> you know the year they won. Though. God, I'm alive, man. Sheesh. <laughs> If they win two, I was at the parade. If they win another one, then Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom's legacy is going to skyrocket. Are they going to retire? No. Alex Ovechkin is not retiring until he beats Wayne Gretzky's record. Fair enough. He he just signed a new. He just signed a max deal last. A max? uh, What's what's a max deal in hockey? Because I know they got some dumb contracts. For for his age, it's a max deal. It's only it was it's for five years because of his age, but. Before that, he signed a 13-year deal. It's not that much. I think the 13-year deal, you know what? I got to look it up. It, it was like something like 13 years, uh, $10 million or something like that. I'm sorry, um, what? Yeah, it's not very – hockey players oh, are the lowest – they don't lowest, get paid like that. Yeah, they're the lowest paid professional athletes in all of professional sports. He did not sign a 13-year, $10 million deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's something like that. Hold on, uh, oh I got, I got to, I got to look at it. It was. Um, That's a lot less. Well, he just signed. He just signed a five-year, forty-seven and a half million dollar deal. Okay. Uh, That's not bad. That's, that's getting. That's, that's getting like four more. million a year. That's not. As many bro- games. So the problem I have with that is as many games as they play a year. Like the NFL, you could make an argument. Okay, these dudes only playing, you know, seventeen games. But the hockey dudes is playing eighty-two games regular season plus playoffs. Oh, you know what? Hey, I, I oh, you know what? I'm I'm, tri- I'm tripping. The, his his annual salary was ten million. He signed a thirteen-year, one hundred and twenty-four million dollar okay. deal. That sounds about All okay. Right. That sounds yeah, that sounds about average. All right, I did have a question before we go to break. Uh, I was watching that Tampa Bay game, and they kept making this. Uh, they kept making the narrative that hockey is the hardest playoff series in all of sports it really is i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i i I just started watching hockey in like 2007 uh mostly capitals hockey and i never realized how difficult it is so when you see teams winning back-to-back stanley cups you're talking about teams that have incredible talent it is really really hard to win in the playoffs when when you're in the NHL, you just you just have to watch it and see what they what they go through because get getting the puck into the net is all about luck. Any player will tell you that. It's about deflections. It's about pucks that are bounced off of the goaltenders and now bounced off of people's sticks and skates. It's not always shooting the puck and it just going past the goaltender. It's getting the puck to bounce, so it takes a weird bounce and bounces off the pole, bounces off the post. And goes into the net. So a lot of that is luck. Um, so when you can score a goal, that's it's it's a really really big deal. So yeah, I I, I would definitely agree with that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just when they kept they kept saying it over and over again, and I was like, really? When I, I was it was hard to understand why they said so. But when you when you give it context, like it's hard to it's harder to score, and they're out on the ice skating for what is it about three hours? Yeah, something like that. I mean, each line is out there for less than two minutes. And once they're out there for more than two minutes, they get really, really tired. So they can't be out there for that long. They got to take shifts. Make you punch somebody just so you can go sit down in the penalty box. And that that makes you even more tired. (laughs) Or fighting. Fighting on ice. Yeah, it was was intriguing. Enough for me to want to ask the question. And and enough for me to want to go to break. So let's go to break. And uh, wow, <laughs> shit, <laughs> golly, wow. <laughs> well, that's enough. Let's take a break. <laughs> 
Did he take a break for real? Oh. I think he took a dark card break. Yeah, he got dark card. Did I? Did yeah, you sure did. Oh, man. You're back now. Okay. I think I'm Welcome back, Dennis. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> we'll take a break. This is Don't a- mute Mr. Turner. Right. Don't put me in the box with Jay. This is like a Han Solo. <laughs> well, the recording is on his end, so he won't be... He won't be... Uh, no, nah, I want to show my mic. Muted. All right, yeah, let's take a break. Here we go. This is supposed to be things. We'll be back. What's up, people? It's your boy, Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us. On Facebook and Instagram at sports and things s-p-o-r-t-z underscore and underscore t-h-i-n-g-z and on twitter at is sports capital i capital z s-p-o-r-t-z yeah we got a little creative with it so now you can follow us you can subscribe you can spread the word thanks now back to this episode and welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get right into our next segment in the NFL. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh, yeah, right. Psych, <laughs> <laughs> psych, psych, psych. We ain't going to talk about that. Uh, NFL. Who won the draft? Uh, who had the best draft class? Um, Trey, I'm going to let you go first. Then I'm going to read off the top five. I feel best. like I'm just going to say the Jets because they had so many freaking picks. <laughs> Jets were up there. They were just picking and picking and picking. Quality picks, though. Mm, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they. I, I would they say they had some quality bad, picks. There, there was uh-huh. some quality quality picks. Uh-huh. Who was their first? They were, they draft they they drafted overall number one. Sauce um, Garner. Yeah, Sauce Garner. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't overall number one, but yeah, they got they got Sauce. They got Garrett Wilson. They got Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall, Jeremy Ruckert. Um, Max yeah, Mitchell, dude, their draft was kind of nice, bro. Um, Michael Clemens, they got they got a nice, you know. Okay, so they they drafted nice, but the old the, the, the number one draft class uh, was the Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. Really? Based on who? Sportingnews.com. Uh, Even after they got rid of uh, Hollywood Brown. See, no one's counting stuff like that when they yeah, count a draft. Hollywood. You know, like, they don't count. Class. But I think it should though, because it was part of their draft. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, yeah, it was part you. of the that move should count as their draft because it was definitely part of it. So even top, though he's not a member of their draft class per se, you know, they gave away something. So that should. I mean, I, I agree with I agree with Trey. I think the Jets they, they had um, they had seven picks and they they managed. I think they, they, they picked the Ravens to... mainly because the Ravens had eleven picks. Hmm. Yeah, but I think it's what you said. Or were they quality picks, though? True. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to pull up the Jets uh, lineup, but I keep getting these stupid ads every time I click on NFL.com. Finny and the Jets. Please fix that NFL.com. That's annoying. Um. Sorry, this is Dane Brugler's uh, ranking of his favorite uh, draft classes. So he had the New York Jets. This motherfucking thing just pulled up again. Ferris Bueller's. Forget it. Let's move on. (laughs) Ferris Bueller's. Bueller. Bueller's ranking. You know how, like, you know how, like, you get these pop-ups, but you can't find the X to X out of it? Right. I hate those. Ugh. Trash. All right. So 
According yeah. to Sporting Ad bloggers News, are worth it. Sportingnews.com. Uh, the top five draft class are the Ravens, uh, the Jets, the Eagles. I was Kansas say City the Eagles were second, and the oh, Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. With Dallas coming like in the, six, I feel like the Giants' first round was pretty good. Giants did have a good first round. Yeah, you you were mad at all the Giants picks though. Yeah. Well, just because they had so many, would they have like two or three in the first round? They had two for sure. They, I, yeah, I thought it was about three. You might be right. It might might be two. They have the Giants on this listing at. Wait a minute, I'm scrolling. I think after the first round, then they went back to being the Giants. They had them at twenty-two <laughs> with a B grade. Yeah, because I think after the first round, they went back to being the Giants and doing what they do. Oh yeah, I did see online that some people were getting starting to get upset at some of the Giants' picks. Yeah, people a little bit north of here. Yep. Yep. I won't. I won't name names. I ain't gotta name names. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. So. You, you feel you like both, they, they probably had a very Jets. authentic draft, right? The Jets won the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. You both feel like the Jets won the draft. Yeah. I think so. I think the Eagles were a close second. Right. I mean. It's just so funny because the whole time we talk about it, I think about the fact that all of this means nothing and the classes will be... Like, if you look at old draft classes and you go, oh, wow, that was the hype, and then it's like... There's, nah, never, there's never a team that picks a draft that has a draft class and it's like, they produce so well in that next year that you're like, oh, my gosh, we got to do this again. We got to yeah. draft. We got to gotta trade up for drafts and trade for... Like, never happens. It's like you get one or two, maybe really just one, and then the other ones kind of phase out after a while. Nice. The, the class that's rated supposed to be the best draft class or whatever ends up being something you was under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the fifth like round, seventh round pick. Yeah. Because the, the only way kind of in high. Yeah. The only way you can have a great draft is if you had you picked the steal and no one's giving you credit for a steal right now because he's right. a steal. Wilson. Nobody knows. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Um, let's move on to why do why did most of the quarterbacks in this year's draft go late so did you see question. did you guys see that article no it, it, it's not though because did you see that article that jay hill sent um jay, about it's called the yeah that guy. <laughs> um it, it's called you know something about the nfl lacking imagination and it's basically the same formula that happens in any major uh, business you know it happens in the music industry happens anywhere people try to copy success once they see success and you have over the past couple seasons you had tom brady go to tampa bay and win a super bowl then you have matt stafford go to la and win a super bowl so now the pattern is to go take someone else's already established quarterback rather than drafting and molding your own so that's that's why this year you saw all that movement everyone's trading and playing these musical chairs with quarterbacks and then when the draft came they were like hey man we already traded for our guy and they, you know, they weren't drafting for. Here's why that's silly, because football, as much as they would like to make it about the quarterback position, is a 52 man sport. Yeah, that quarterback position makes a heck of a difference, though. It does. I'm not the Washington it, football team from I'm last season. I'm not saying it does not make a difference. What I'm all of is, their PFF rankings for offense were through the roof, except for quarterback. 
<laughs> and it hurt. Were they all through the roof? Yeah, the offensive that. line was like top tier. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. My point the offensive is, line was like top tier. Yeah. You. The point I'm making is, is not just one player. It's not. It's, you can't. You but can't put Michael Jordan in there and make it to the make it to the chip. In football. Yes, but you could put Tom Brady in there and make it to the chip. Tom Brady had pieces though. Yes, he brought he brought Gronk with him. He already had Evans down there. You uh, had yeah, you had pieces it's, there. It's like the but it is the one piece that makes the most difference. Yeah, there's no I, I'm not question. Saying it doesn't, but you got that, a, that you changes got everything. Dope, you got a bunch of dope quarterbacks. Top the top ten quarterbacks struggle if they don't have an offensive line. Oh no one. doubt, true. And you don't have at least one wide receiver to throw the ball to. There's no doubt, no yeah. doubt about that. So I'm not the saying that the quarterback, that the quarterback, the quarterback has matter. on that game is pretty serious. No, you, I, I, we're not. We're not. We're, we're comparing carrots to carrots, nigga. I'm not saying it don't matter. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, like, it's messed up that they do that because you can. I mean, every once in a while, you'll get. Um, what's the boy that just came in? And he's with the Jaguars now, Trevor Lawrence, right? You. You'll have like next year's draft is not going to be about, or next year's when they do the draft, next year's not going to be about picking a quarterback that's already on the team. They already said next year's draft class is going to be a quarterback heavy draft. So it's going to go back. It's like it fluctuates. Like we'll see. Every let couple years. We'll see. Let the Colts win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. Everybody's going to be trying to trade for their next guy. If the Colts win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, I will. Do something. Dude, this was a hypothetical. <laughs> 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 I, I, I couldn't even think of something. I know. I, I couldn't even think of when you said that. If they, uh, if they win a Super Bowl, then I will. Uh, ooh. Uh, uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. It's like Stephen A. Smith. Right, 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 right. But, like, but you got you to gotta get my point here. It's not about Matt Ryan and the Colts winning the Super Bowl. It's about the fact that if something like that were to happen and you got like three years in a row of this, then you're going to see these teams trying to trade for their quarterback. That's all. Matt, Matt, it, it, ha- it happened with Matt, Matt Stafford. If Matt Stafford wins another Super Bowl, then you I'll, you know what? We, we'll go to dinner on, on me. But Trey does have a point. If Matt, St- Matt Stafford wins a Super Bowl, if Matt Ryan to wins a Super any Bowl, of those guys, any of those quarterbacks, Tyrod that they- Taylor wins a Super Bowl next year. Oh my <laughs> what gosh. are we talking about? Uh, Everybody, talking about. To, Trey is right. Everybody's gonna want to buy. Everybody's gonna want to buy into that narrative. They're that's gonna fine. be like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna trade, trade for my guy. Ever. That's, or if that's, Carson Wentz wins the Super Bowl with the Commanders right. this year, oh my god, everybody's gonna want to trade. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, gonna... I, that, that, all I'm saying is, if that trend continues, then quarterbacks. I'm not saying that they're gonna plummet to the, the end of the draft, but they're not gonna be, uh, you know, for at least a period of time as hot as they used to be. You know, things go through phases, right? It's a period of time. It is. If and Carson gonna... Wentz takes the Commanders to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl, people are going to be trying to trade, cut and trade twice to get the quarterback that they actually want to go to the next Super Bowl. It's not going to be, it's going to be like, I need to cut them twice. I got to cut them twice and bring them back. Like, I ain't, <laughs> <laughs> like we got to, we got to figure this shit out. Like, I need to, I need to know. like, there's no way, there's no way. Like, I just can't yeah. see it. But so, all right, 
I mean, just that's the point. It's not that we're, no one's making a prediction of what's going to happen with these guys or that they're going to make the Super Bowl. The point I'm trying to make is if there is success for this philosophy of grabbing an established guy and put him on your team, then everybody's going to start copying it. But they've he, already to, started. I, I, to 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 sort of uh, so then the, take, the, take the early draft of capital. Dennis, to take the, the defense of Dennis, mm-hmm. you look at the 2013 draft. This was the year after it was a pretty quarterback heavy year, 2012, with Andrew Luck, RG3, RG3 and um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, so Kirk if you Cousins. look at the first round, <laughs> yeah. If you look at the first round of 2013, the only quarterback to go in the first the first round was EJ Manuel. Ooh. And he went at he went at Ooh. 16 to the Buffalo Bills. The only quarterback to go in the first round that year. That's crazy. Yeah. So and the it? next the next quarterback to go was the second round was Geno Smith. Oh, so no. that, that twenty twelve draft was actually a solid quarterback draft. It if was you exclude but, the first two. Well, I don't know. <laughs> because Andrew Luck had the first two. Uh, Andrew Luck took the, the Colts to the playoffs several years. Yeah. And he, Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. They were, I said they exclude were. the first two. Russell Wilson counts. Definitely. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill is oh, still what? playing. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a, still a starter in the NFL. The it's just were, that look, Andrew Luck and RG three man. They Andrew just Luck was Andrew Luck was like they 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 bought. I mean they bought in so much to him. He just couldn't stay man. healthy, bro. He couldn't stay yeah. healthy. It wasn't yeah, that he couldn't play. He couldn't stay concussions. healthy. He had a horrible yeah. offensive line. Yeah, he he he. It wasn't even about him. It was very unfortunate play. for him. His career just didn't didn't. He did last seven years, right? Because he could. He played stay. seven years. Yeah, something oh. like that. Okay. Seven years too long. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Um, should anybody be scared of the Eagles after their draft? And uh, I think so. Just the East NFC. It depends East. on if you're Santa Claus or a woman in the stands. What? What? <laughs> Cause that's who that's who the Eagles the Eagles beat up Santa Claus women. Oh, children. oh, oh, yeah! They throw batteries. They throw yeah, batteries they, at their own players. Chief Z. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what their picks are, but they um, yeah. So the first their first pick was a uh, Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, who won a national championship. Um, and then they took a. A center, Cameron Jurgens from Nebraska, uh, that took an inside linebacker. He was probably the highest rated inside linebacker of the draft, uh, Nicobe Dean, who was also at Georgia. So he was a teammate. Um, they took two uh, inside linebackers, as a matter of fact, uh, Kyron Johnson, and then they took a tight end out of SMU. Um, they already had a pretty good defense last season. So with these two additions, I would definitely be scared if I'm Carson Wentz, Tyrod Taylor, and Dak Prescott. But do well, you, you le- believe? You left out. Do you believe in their quarterback? Wait, wait, wait! But you, you left out that they got AJ Brown in that too. So that was the big. Yeah, I mean, the, that, the big piece. I mean that's. I'm just talking about defensively. Uh, I would definitely be scared. I don't know. I mean, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was average to me last season. Yeah, I was. I mean, he he's going to get hurt again because. Um, even with the hurt. addition, even with the addition of AJ AJ Brown, uh, there are going to be times where he's going to come out of the pocket and just make a run for it because the receivers are not going to be able to catch the balls, and he's going to get hurt. 
Jalen's going to get hurts. Jalen's hurt. Jalen hurts. Jalen's going to get hurt. Jalen's hurt. Jalen's going to get hurts. Yep. Who's the um, back? Oh, uh, Minshew. Oof. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's the backup. Um, but I would I would be scared. I would be scared at least for the first eight games, the first eight weeks. I would be scared of the Eagles. Trey? Um, scared of the Eagles? No. More Why? Because uh, <laughs> they, they, they are who we thought. No, it's the Jalen Hurts question. That was the 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 thing, you know. Uh, are you not scared I, of the defense? I don't believe in Jalen Hurts um yet. So uh, the defense is they're they're improving it. So yeah. Um the Giants got that stud defensive tackle is gonna be a problem. We're not yeah, talking they got about them. The first but, round, right? You know, yeah. Um but yeah, I I'm not convinced about them at the quarterback position and that honestly to me um Yeah, I don't know. I'm not scared I don't think I don't yet. think they are either, honestly. Uh, really? No, I don't think I don't I think they they draft the quarterback because they're not convinced they're quarterback. I don't know I, I doubt that Carson Strong plays this year, but I it's like you're getting ready for the what if Jalen Hurts doesn't pan out. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I wait, think that's Carson Strong doing. went to Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh shit. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Charles Mann wanted one of the commanders to, to, to draft him. He's a bigger, he's 6'4, 215. So, you know. Ooh, it might, his, oh, Jalen Hurst's days might be numbered, bro. Yeah. I, I, he is, He's going into his third year on a, I don't, did he, I don't know if he got a fifth year option on his rookie contract or not. I'm, I'm assuming that he might have just because of, I don't what know what he was he selected. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know where he went in the draft. So, yeah. it's kind of hard to say. But, um, hold on. It's, no, it's not hard to say. Hold on one second. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up here, and it's not coming up. Oh. Um, uh, it's like, round oh, seven, ESPN, maybe? He went, he went uh, second round. Fourth? Second round. Second 50, round, really? 53, yeah. So, <clears throat> I think with the second round, they do have a fifth-year option on, on on picks, or is it just first round? Uh, mm, I, think was, I don't know how long. Second round rookie year contracts are. Yeah, no, the first I, I, year. He's going to at least do four of the rookie year. I thought they were all four. Yeah. So he has, he's on his third year. He, I, I think this year he's going to have to show out. Next year, they probably, if he doesn't play this year, they're going to opt to trade him. I, I would, I would assume. And, and then you got Carson Strong. You got two other quarterbacks in there as well. Well, if everybody thinks that you're trading to get your quarterback to get you to the Super Bowl, they might actually have a market. <laughs> right. Um, he that had, nigga he better not average, get hurt, man. He had average numbers. Like, he 61% completion, uh, well, 3,100 yards passing, 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Overall rating, 87.2. So, I mean, That's not horrible. It's not bad. It's it's manageable. Like, you can manage that. Um uh, you yeah, said I don't 87, know. that rating, is that the ESPN rating or the, the old? That's school? the rating, that's the ESPN, but his QBR was 48.5. His QBR was what? ESPN, ESPN one is the one that you just said. 40. I think the ESPN 5? is the lower number one. Yeah, yeah, the QBR is uh, is the ESPN, ESPN one. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's uh, 19th amongst 32 quarterbacks, though. So he's right in the middle, kind of. God, that sounds... The lower really half, low. though. 
Yeah, he's in the, he's in the bottom. Half. It is yeah, low. That sounds it really low. low. It's low. It's low, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, if you if you take a look at the starting quarterbacks in the NFL, if you're nineteenth, I mean, what's Aaron Rodgers like? Good, bro. His QB was like 80, 84, 85. Yeah, nineteenth, nineteenth. Uh, trust me, out that's 32? not good. Yeah. Because, yeah. Nice. I mean, remember Taylor Heineke is a starting court was a starting quarterback. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Keyword was. Uh, so, I mean, there's some guys. And, and then you think about it, by the end of the NFL season, how many of those guys are backups anyway because of injuries? Yeah, so if you're right. 19th, that's not good, bro. You need to at least be in the top half. Yeah. <clears throat> Just well, for comparison, sake, let's, see what, let's see what Taylor stacks up from last year. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, he was 23rd. Yeah, still yeah, not so good. Jalen Hurts was a, was a couple above Taylor Heineke. Yeah. It tells you something. Yeah. That's... It's not. That's Taylor not. Threw, Taylor threw more yards. He threw for more yards last season. Yeah, Jalen. Nah. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, was anybody uh, surprised about the DeAndre Hopkins suspension? And do you think he I was, was surprised. falsely suspended? I was surprised. Yes, I think he was falsely suspended. Um, I have no idea. I don't. I. I, I'm I, I saw the statement that he it. said. He said he didn't know. I I also believe that those things can happen accidentally. That yeah, that's what that's where I was going. I mean, he's given you know they're taking stuff. You know, it's just they need to be taking the right stuff, the legal stuff. Um, right. And he could have been and handed they change, something. They change those supplement rules all the time. But they 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 constantly yeah. changing what you can and can't take. You know. And but, but I totally believe it's an accident because if they were doing it on purpose. It wouldn't have just done it and then rolled him right into a drug test. Like, it just, it just you know, yeah, I, I don't think it would got caught that easy. <laughs> he's almost 10 years, or, or, at least 10 years. He's not going to, he's not going to be that silly and be like, oh, I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I just, oops, my bad. Like, no, nah, it's not going to happen, man. Like, yeah, if it, it, it had to have been a mistake. on track to be, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver right now. Like, if he retired tomorrow, he'll go into the Hall of Fame. He'll probably be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Like with the numbers he put yeah. up in his career, yeah. so why would you tarnish that? That was totally PD? unintentional. Yeah, yeah, it was totally unintentional. All right, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Did Tannehill say the wrong thing about mentoring Willis? <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Jesus, come on, Ryan, just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. if shut up, play. Answer, then don't. He, yeah, don't he could have answered like that question in one word. Oh yeah, sure, man. I, I you know, I, I do what I can to help. And then moved on. <laughs> well, you know, there's another quarterback who said that, not about Malik Lewis, but about um, uh, I can't remember the quarterback's name. Uh, oh, Drew Locke. It was uh, Joe Flacco. He said the exact same thing. He's like, I don't think it's my job to mentor mentor Didn't- him when he when he went to Denver. Didn't Brett Favre say the same thing? Yes, Brett Favre said the Rogers? same thing about Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. So that's not like a, that's like a, you know what it is? Quarterbacks, since they're such a highly touted position, if if somebody, come, they draft somebody that comes in under you, it's like, you're drafting my successor or my replacement. And I'm not yeah, going to help salty. that nigga. It's a little bit of salt there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to help yeah. him take my job. 
Like, well, I'm also going to say this. Um, this was this was something that also came up about Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tannehill said that he went into the offseason in a very dark place because of how the season ended, where they were they were taken. And out. then they drafted a quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he, he was in a very dark. He's place. hurting. And so when the draft, when he was watching the draft, and they took Malik Willis, that was like, you know, sticking a knife in lemon juice and, and putting it through his heart. Because honestly, it's not just a quarterback. It was the biggest quarterback. It was the biggest name, name the of the draft. Yeah. The even though he didn't win the, the first quarterback, he was the one that people were talking about the most. If it were, if it had been Sam Howell, people were, oh yeah, sure, I'll mentor I'll, I'll mentor him. <laughs> but the fact that it was it's Malik because, Willis. It's because the guy that you know that the everybody tells him as a franchise type quarterback. And sure. it's like, oh, you gonna bring him here? Yeah. yeah, you got five games, nigga. Yeah, I just feel <laughs> you got like five that, games and he's going to the game. I just feel game. like that his people should have prepped him for that question. It it just yeah. yeah. Or his head coach should have said something to him, like the way Robert yeah, like, called. This question's gonna Carson come up. Wentz. Yeah, like they said, we're drafting Sam Howell, but he's gonna be a developmental quarterback. That's why we're drafting. They said that right before they drafted him. So they prepped him. No one prepped Ryan Tannehill for this situation. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to draft the biggest quarterback name in the draft. <laughs> and uh, we're not sure what's going to happen. So, hey, man, uh, I know you're getting you in old, camp. but uh, see you at training camp. Oh, oh, he's taking your number yeah. two. He's going to wear your number two. Uh, I, I, I know you're old. <laughs> and I, oh, oh, whoa. Shit. Whoa. And Goodness look, look, gracious. He's, like, he's going to wear your number, and you can't wear a yellow, uh, yellow hood. Uh, yellow, yellow <laughs> oh, wow. Good luck, nigga. <laughs> Wow, hey man! I know you said I know I know you said, but two birds, one a kite. <laughs> hey man, since, since since we drafted Malik, you see that me? <laughs> I mean, since we drafted Malik and all, I, I think you know we, you should uh, do some more running plays this year. I mean, you know, oh. less, less risk. You know, We're is he coming back? Hey, hey how about you unlearn how to slide and go out there and run? <laughs> I know oh someone who can teach you how to slide. Oh. Uh, his name is Robert Griffin. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I felt that one coming. Oh, well, yeah. Pause. Pause. Um, <laughs> pause. Oh, I was about to say something else, but it would be in really bad taste, so I'm not going to say it. I'll just tell oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I know what you were about to say. Yeah. No. It was gonna be in real. I'm not gonna say it. It's gonna be a real bad taste. No, I, think I, I, know what it I didn't know what it is. Now, no, no, I'll tell no, you no. off record. I no. can't say. No, fine. Let's move on to the NBA. Let's move on to the NBA. Let's just go into another sport. Let's go. Uh, anybody surprised that the Nets are out the first round? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Next just question. Happy they're out. Next question. Uh, I'm nope. just happy they're out. I'm so sick of them, man. I'm I'm sick of Bunch everything. Of that baby they did. prima donna punks. Bringing in James Harden, bringing in the head coach, and then trading James Harden for Ben Simmons. Y'all motherfuckers don't belong in the NBA. Come on. Yeah, you <laughs> don't even belong in the no, NBA. No, they don't. He just turned the Nets into the they got, a mother, they got another motherfucker who don't want to take his line about the, the, the fucking vaccine or some shit. Like, come on, bro. Y'all are a mess. Y'all need to be taken out. Fair enough. Uh, John just straight Stephen A. Smith them. He need to be taken out by the dude that attacked Dave Chappelle. Oh, well, he didn't do so well. He didn't do well at he all. He got an arm dislocated, <laughs> and bent backwards, and he's in an ambulance and handcuffs. All right, I'm gonna I'm ask this question, but I'm gonna ask it in two parts because 
uh, the question that we have on the docket is an actual question. Uh, but the, the, the caveat of that question is what I want you guys to comment on. So can the Grizz take down the Warriors? And no. Ooh, wait, wait. That's three's top on. one. And yeah. will the Heat sweep the 76ers? If trust the process. <laughs> Listen, if Joel and B if Joel and B does not play, they are gonna get swept. James Harden is a non factor. They should have never Yo, made that trade. When James Harden, Kyrie, and KD all get swept. Ooh. Listen, this is karma for James Harden. This motherfucker was the leading, he was the scoring champion in Houston. And he just decided he didn't want to play anymore. He, was, he just got tired. He didn't want to be the man anymore. He wanted to be a facilitator. So what did he do? He went to a team with arrogant assholes. And then he didn't want like to play himself. there. And then he went to a team where he thought he could be a facilitator until the leading man went down. Now he's the man. Now look. And Charles Barkley said the exact same. He said the exact same thing when the playoffs started. James Harden said he wasn't under any pressure. Fool, you better you are under the most pressure out of anybody in the playoffs. He will never first of all, he's never been good in the playoffs. Second of all, he will never be good leading a team like that. No, when it's when it's relying on him, no, sir, he ain't got that man. Doesn't play no defense, man. And if he can't get to the free throw line, he ain't really playing no offense. Be honest. Fair enough. He got to get to the free throw line to energize that step back and all that other stuff. He do. He need that free throw line popping. Tonight he was six for fifteen, twenty points, one for five from three. He did have nine assists, but Maxi was the leading scorer with thirty four. I, you know what? Out of this, did they series, win or lose? They lost. They down two zip. They down two zip. Um, and with them, with them boys out of the, the Heat are my favorite to come out of the East. Period. Like, I I agree. Like I got them beating everybody coming out of the East. Um, yeah, I think especially after I, I think uh, what Boston they need to do slapped Milwaukee. What happened there? Yeah, I think yeah. Tobias needs to get off of this 76ers team because Tobias <laughs> has developed his game. To a whole different level. I mean, he he's, anybody he's, worth salvaging needs to get out of there. He's a stud, yo. Yeah. He's a stud. He is. Embiid needs to leave. Everyone needs to go except for Harden. <laughs> you guys can keep Harden. Yeah. This time right. Ben Simmons back there. Hey, wait. I got another NBA question though. Good. I heard Stephen A. Smith say this this morning. Do you think that the Lakers should consider trading LeBron? They're not going to. But do you think they should? I think they should consider trading AD. But not He's LeBron? Your He's your weak link. LeBron was putting up 30 points. Before. I don't think it's either one of them. I don't think it's either one of them because what changed was the supporting cast or lack thereof. That's true. You know, that, that's AD, the thing, AD was out This is the second season in three seasons that LeBron has failed to lead a team to the playoffs. Obviously, AD is the key factor there. But... yeah. If you trade LeBron for I don't know John Wall and uh, and Bradley Beal and no. Kevin Durant, what you and, do is uh, <laughs> what you do. You got and you keep AD. You keep <laughs> no, AD. No, no. You, you bring back Dwight Howard. Jeez. Wow. What you do Christ is you gracious. get rid of AD. You get rid of AD. You bring in the Rosen. The Rosen is a is a good player to fit. To compliment mm. LeBron, and he wanted to go to the Lakers. 
Mm. You 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 do it. You do a trade that so gets. You keep Westbrook. Oh my god! No, 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 you don't keep Westbrook. You keep Carmelo. I like Carmelo there. The Lakers would be. They, I I really do believe the Lakers would be dope if they got rid of AD. They brought in DeRozan. They brought in John Wall, and they put DeRozan at like the four. DeRozan will play three. John is really trying to make John Wall relevant again. Or two. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. John Wall wants to play again, and I don't yeah. think. I don't think he's going to be relevant coming back to the Wizards because he keeps getting hurt here. Yeah, oh, you God, you 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 get rid of West. I I it's like over. Wall going to the Lakers. Let him play point. Put the the Rosen at two. Really, and you put LeBron at three, and you just kind of shake the tree and see what falls out of you know <laughs> on other teams and see what happens. <laughs> but LeBron's going to realistically play one. And, you know, and it's just like you got you got three you got three potential playmakers on the court at the same time. Hmm. Who can like DeRozan can move without the ball, LeBron can move without the ball. Wall wants to play, so we'll have to you have to see what happens there. Right, but like I think AD, you need you need a you need a big guy who's not going to be you need a big guy that's a fucking big guy. Like <laughs> you know, like AD's not a big guy because anytime you I touch mean, him, he gets hurt. This is I hate NBA to say it. we live in. Yeah, I hate to say it, but you know, like if you, I don't know who you get to replace him, but mm. there's some names that you could probably mention. I like. Uh, what would Jay Hill say right now? <laughs> He'd be sitting there playing the game like you are. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he would have an opinion. Yeah, he would. He would. He would. He would absolutely hate us saying that Wall goes to the Lakers. <laughs> he would make a hot take though. Yeah, he he would, would say, "Call Anthony Towns to the Lakers." Oh, what if? What if? <laughs> what, wait, wait. Just see what I'm saying. What if? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, the next segment. What would Jay Hill do? Right <laughs> now that uh, Embiid is hurt, does he still fall into your MVP favorite? But I, I guess it don't matter. I, I thought MVP. the award was based on the regular season anyway. Yeah, yeah, like not it's not supposed to. Yeah, it's not supposed to make a difference. He's not gonna be the the, the playoff or the. You know, I guess they don't do playoffs. They do finals. They, yeah. MVP. So the 76ers would not go to the finals. Therefore, he wouldn't qualify. So that's non-star. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think he he wins MVP this year. So he 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 gets his validation on that end. But that's it. They're gonna blow that team up. I think they're gonna blow the uh, the seventy sixes up. I hope they do. Award on I hope they do, and I hope they get rid of Doc Rivers. He hurt too. He butt hurt too. He Doc Rivers hurt. can't. He needs to stop coaching for a while. Honestly, yeah, he might need to go in the booth commentating or something, man. All right, Doc let's move be. on to your four teams to play in the conference finals. Trey, um, Heat Bucks, right? Yeah, I like that. Um, and I don't know if Warriors is. I haven't seen the tree in a while. Warriors Suns, can they match up? Or would, yeah, mm. so Warriors Suns? Mm. I uh, like that series too. Yeah. That's a series for sure. Match up. I, think, yeah. I think if the Grizzlies play the Suns, that's a sweep for the Suns. Suns and four. Suns and four. Wow. Uh, uh, John. So I like the East that Trey brought up, uh, Heat Bucks. But um, my hot take is going to be Suns and Grizzlies. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies are going to be the upset. I'm probably going to be way wrong. Yeah, I just, you know, I I just kind of see the fight in that team right now. Um, And Clay's shooting like shit. 
Clay's not playing very well right now. It's been a while, but Clay has not been shooting very well. And Steph, he'll have another comeback game, especially since they're going home. But uh, Steph got outmatched last night. He put up some pretty big numbers late in the game. But um, they, 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 Ja Morant was clearly ready after that first loss. This is going to go seven games. Ja Morant is just a different. He is different, a man. different animal, bro. I mean, he's, he's his 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 dog in the fight kind of reminds me a little bit of AI, which makes a lot of sense because he's he's Allen Iverson's favorite player right now. Um, but he's he's just got I like the Dave, always, Derrick Rose comparison for him though. I, I see like that, that too. One. I see that too. But um, John Morant is just he, he's he's got the Gary Payton trash talk down, and he can back it up. Derrick Derrick Rose wasn't wasn't a trash talker. But he would trash talk you like just by do by yeah, just by even, He didn't even dance when he came out for the All Star game when he, he oh, yeah. the All Star game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let me go back to Trey real quick. Trey, give me your give me your uh, best of best of Heat Bucks seven. Uh, what are you saying? What the split would be between them? Yeah. The game wins. Yeah. Uh, Who's going I to think, the finals? Basically, I think it would be. Uh, heat in seven. I think that would be a seven game series. I think that would go all the way. Wow. Okay. Because, um, bruh, no matter how good the Heat are, no one has a matchup for Giannis. So it's going to be hard. I don't know, I man. That, that Heat defense, bro. But no <laughs> one has anything, a, a, a matchup for Giannis. Giannis did, is a matchup problem. Did for we go everybody. back to, we go back to a couple years ago when we had the conversation about how to stop Giannis. And the answer is you don't stop Giannis. You let Giannis get his 30. You shut down everybody else. True. If Giannis gets 30 points a game, Middleton's not playing. That's true. Who else scores? Right. It's not going to be... I can't think of I got the heat in four. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Whoa. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Because Jeez. at the end of the day, you still do have Giannis on the court, and Giannis can wreak havoc. He's going to disrupt that court. You that's know, it's fine. It's just a reality. But it's not going to be enough to win a series without another score on that team. Yeah, I mean, you kind of want to see the Bucks lose anyway because they're like the modern-day Utah Jazz. I don't feel like watching them. Who are they about to also blow that team up? Okay, uh, you said Heat and seven, Warrior Suns, best of seven. I ain't gonna say Suns in four. Um, Warriors in six, because the Suns are gonna choke again. What? The, the Suns let me down last year. I don't believe in them anymore. All right, all right, all right, all right. So you got Heat versus the Warriors. And which Chris got- Paul shows up? <laughs> Chris Paul Chris or Paul the dude that played in the playoffs last year? The dude that played in the playoffs last year. The dude got drafted. He shows up. <laughs> I'm the real Chris Paul. It'd be Carlton out there. That was Carlton last year in the playoffs. Give me your NBA Finals Heat versus Warriors. Best of. This is get it out the way now. Oh. Oh. Heat versus Warriors in the Finals. Uh, Heat in six? Mm, wow. Okay. All right. I'm not, uh, that's this is difficult. This is difficult because the problem with the Warriors too is I don't know how they're going to show up. 
you know, like, because the Warriors could show up in the way that we know they can show up, and then it's a whole different ball game, or they could not show up like that. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, thank you for your. If the Splash Brothers like make an appearance, like this, like we know the Splash Brothers, that's a problem. I don't think it's gonna happen like, cause, in this series. Because defense, can, defense can't guard someone pulling up halfway, you know, three quarter court. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen Clay play this this playoff season? He ain't looking like Clay. Um, he gonna have to show up in his he's next. He's been game. up and down. I, I think he had a he had a good game. He had a bad game. He had. Yeah, he, he's he's up and down. Like usually, he's pretty consistent. I mean, he's shot. been hurt for so long. I, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> like my point is, he's not he's not the clay that we used to. Maybe it's not this playoff series that he he becomes. He comes. Jordan Poole just needs to stop dribbling. That's what's going on. I mean, this dude still does. He's dribbling right now. Still dribbling. All right, John. John, you up? Heat, Bucks, best of. Um, I have the Heat in seven. I think. You know, Giannis is—he's he, a very, very good leader in in that um, he's able to help the players around him play better at times. But to me, the Heat have the much better defense than they learned their lesson after being taken out in the finals by the Lakers, and they want it back. So I got the Heat in seven. All right, uh, Grizzly Suns. I got Suns and six. Suns and six. Uh, heat Suns. I'm going to go with the Heat. I don't trust Chris Paul. Heat and what? Uh, I'm going to say Heat in six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I didn't trust Chris Paul. I just said it was in the conference finals. Yeah, I just I don't think Chris Paul just he doesn't have enough gas in the tank by that time. Mm. Bro, that was Carlton's going to show up talking about I'm the real Chris Paul. Shut <laughs> up, <yo>. <laughs> um <laughs> I think it's interesting that nobody has the Mavericks being able to beat the Suns. Nah. Nah. I don't <laughs> see that. Me neither. I'm I'm just saying I think it's interesting. Um all right. So Spencer Dinwiddie Finals MVP. Davis Bertans. As great as I like what Ja Morant's doing and the fact that the team can win without Ja, I still don't have him getting past uh, Steph and those Warriors. You're probably right, but I, that's hard. just my that's just my upset. I, I like the I, I like the optimism of it though because they 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 playing they they're both like really hard they they're playing really hard for games. There's no like no blowouts and like that. And I watched the game last night until I fell asleep anyway, and it's like. With, with, like I said, what Jaws doing, like the way he like energizes that team with Where's the Jaw. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, no, not the fraud job, but, but you know, um, all right, let me see. So I have, uh, I'm going to say Heat and five against the Bucks. Wow. Yeah, I, I just, I, I think you can shut down. Nah. Uh uh. Uh, I'm going to say nah. Suns and seven. And then depending on what Chris Paul shows up. I'm the real Chris Paul. Yeah, man. I just. Uh, I got the Suns and six. Oh, Carlton's going to oh. pull it off. Okay. So that's Heat, Heat, Suns. 
and Jay's not here. So we don't have a uh, us saying that. All right, let's move on to our next segment, which is called The Best Part of Waking Up. Best part. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to say the whole thing. We ain't got the the best part of waking up. <laughs> it's with my dick and your butt. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. So. <laughs> but you know where it's well, going. Did he. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the first question is, which is the greatest Jordan shoe of all time? Who wants to go first? I know what mine is. I don't even own a pair that costs six dollars a piece. What? The eleven? The eleven? You bugging? Wow. All right. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> the eleven? The most iconic Jordans. That was Space Jam. That's the 96. most iconic. You are bugging. <laughs> the Jordan Eleven? Yes. I don't. 11. I don't know. If that's the most iconic. Ah, yeah. That's you not about the, the Concord. That's a nice Jordan, but that's not the most iconic Jordan. Yeah. Well, I, I mean agree, the I various agree. color colorways, but I'll go with the eleven because, you know, that I mean that was like Jordan at his peak, man. That was like, I like I remember the patent leather and it being like, but at the time patent leather was like a big thing on sneakers. Yeah, mm. yeah, I give you that. But most iconic. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's most iconic. I don't know about don't that know one, about bro. That. Yeah, uh, eleven for me. Well, John, what's your what's your best Jordan? Um. It was a it was kind of a tie for me because uh I'm a huge fan of the one. Um Fair. that seems to be the the one that a lot of people are buying these days or you know, as as far as like all the new colorways that are coming. Because oh, so they got eight hundred colorways for them joints. Yeah. If anybody so, if yeah. anybody lists any team Jordans, we're ending the podcast like right at that moment. Or the Mellows <laughs> or the, the, the CP3. Any of those types of things. Like the, yeah. the Zion podcast is over. Yeah. It's over. Um Actually, but my favorite is the um the Derek Jeter. Yeah, right. <laughs> the episode is officially over. There's two shoot there there's two other ones that are just a toss up for me, and I absolutely love them. The fives and the sixes. Yeah. Okay. I, I I think the six is very close to being my my all time favorite favorite Jordan. You know. Sixes, okay. Sixes are nice. Sixes. I love sixes, the sixes. Sixes are nice, and you know why the sixes are arguably one of the greatest Jordans is because that's the ninety two. Yeah. Like that's, exactly. That's the, the black and red with the with the um the thing on the red. Yes. Um, the infrared. The, yeah. It was like those were the sneakers. I remember yeah, like, my first time seeing him wear those on the court with the red, um, with, with the red Bulls uniform, and just the black socks myself, or the no socks, the no black, shows. No, with the black socks, he had the black socks on, and I was like, "What the fuck are those?" Like, I so wanted a pair of those, but they were like, hundred and twenty bucks at the time, in like which nineteen, is, which was crazy. a lot of money 90. back then. That yeah, crazy. A lot of money like, back to, then. to you people, that's like three hundred some dollars. Yeah. You go look at an East or Bay more. book from like ninety two. You get yo, yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I could have bought all these shoes today. 
I wish I had today's money back then. He's uh, he's being like, give me two of everything, nigga. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) If I had the the foresight back in 92, I would have pre-ordered me to have my size of 12 ready to go now. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I would have been ready 20 years earlier. Oh, my gosh. Except if you translate that to today's money, that joint says $400 a piece. (laughs) I mean, you can get the sixes for like 150 now. Yeah, you can get the the right websites. Yeah, and if you go get the the reissues, not the original, but the reissues, you can find them. But I think, uh, you know, I've, I I had a pair of ones. I had the the Navy. Navy Just make sure Joy ain't doing no layup. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, and wow. I wanted the the Jordan One Georgetown joints, but those are hard to find. But man, the Jordan Sixes are the ones for me. If you go to the the Nike store in Georgetown, they got the whole set. In, but they had it. they had the whole set, all the Jordans in Georgetown colors. Ooh. I was like, this is insane. You know, Jordan, oh, Jordan are you son? serious? Yeah, they had a display with all the Jordans in Georgetown colors. Oh, that is. Oh, I got to go Jordan's see Jordan's son opened a store. I don't and, know if um, it's still there, dude. You know, it's been a while. But if uh, it is, it is dope. That's pretty dope, though. That's dope. His, his son opened a store in Miami. I get a picture of it online. If it um, and they opened a, I think they're opening a store in Chicago in like a house where they have all the Jordan shoes on display. And they kind of tell a history of like the, the kids' memories of these shoes. It's it's interesting. Like mm. I know they're selling stuff in there too, but um, I have to send mm. you guys a link about it. All right, so my I, might as well toss up too. So uh, the sixes, of course, because we just had that long discussion about the sixes, and then the taxis, the twelves. Oh yeah, those are my yeah. favorite Jordans. <laughs> yeah, like the white oh, yeah. with the black man and the gold. Uh, I, even when they did the um, the Chinese New Year ones with the um, with the gold on them, and you know, I was just like. They're so hard. To, I mean, they're not hard to find. I just, I just won't. You know, when I see those shoes, I feel like they they look good on certain people. They don't look good on everybody's feet. Yeah. Me, because if they, they're too big, it's too much. It's too much white. It's too much. They white. look good when they're on your own feet. <laughs> yeah, it's too much white. If you wear like a size fourteen, mm, nah, you can't pull it off. But like, true. Like I don't like the black and red ones. No, nah, I don't like any other like the besides the twelves. white and black ones. But like the, the white, black, and with the gold on the side, that little yeah, gold strip. I got the black and red 12s, the, the flu games. Yeah, you good. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, you know what? Honorable mention. I like the, uh, I think they were sixes too. Um, they had to be sixes because that's when they went to the Olympics in the Dream Team. Those ones uh, were pretty good too. Yes. Honorable mention. Um, the Olympics were sevens. I'm almost certain they were, were sevens. They? Yeah, I think oh, the no. Olympics were sevens. Um, I'm looking uh, now. I'm trying to see. Look up. Yeah, you're right. They are sevens. They're sevens. Seven. Yeah, they're seven. Honorable mention. Oh, yeah. I like those yeah. two. Those are pretty dope. Yeah. Just the colors. The colors were. I remember those colors and like the whole thing. It was like with the gold Jordan. That was pretty dope. Um. All right. Next up. Uh. Top two best cereals of all time. Hmm. Frosted Flakes and Captain Crunch. Let's go. You know what? Mm. I like Captain Crunch. I'm going to go Captain Crunch, Golden Grams. See, my only problem with Captain Crunch is I like the Captain Crunch Berry. I don't well, know Crunch if I Berry, like yeah. the original well, Captain Crunch. I like but my, I like the I like the Captain Crunch with the with the with the with the brown with the corn in it. That, but, I feel like they hurt the roof of your mouth. They did all <laughs> the, the Crunch Berries hurt too. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you're oh, right. But those are the only ones that I could tolerate. Um, 
my top two. Honorable mention to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I was about to say that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my top. But it's a toss-up for me between um, Fruit Loops and Special K. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you know, I, used to, I used to fuck with Fruity Pebbles, too. But Fruity Pebbles gets too soggy for me. Yeah, it was, for for me, it was Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks. So I'm gonna say cinnamon toast trunks. Cinnamon toast you trunks. Like circles. Trunks. Over <laughs> in this <laughs> corner, in the cinnamon toast <laughs> trunks. trunks. <laughs> right, let's do this because we all name a cereal that we can't eat now. <laughs> what is your top cereal now? Because you can't eat that shit now. Like I can't eat cinnamon toast now? crunch. Really? Cheerios. I had cinnamon toast crunch this morning. He's trying to die. <laughs> hey, listen. It would be the perfect way to die. Jeez. Oh, I eat, wow. I eat, <laughs> on occasion, I'll eat some Raisin Bran Crunch or just regular Raisin Oh, bran. yeah. I fuck with Raisin Bran Crunch for sure. Yeah. The um, the Cheerios, I would not, but, I would but not we have the organic version, whatever they're not, called. Not the regular Cheerios, right? Not the regular Cheerios. No, they're the hun- they got a honey flavor. They're, they're kind of similar to Honey Nut Cheerios, but okay. they are some I, kind of... God, I don't know They're some why. kind of organic cereal. I cannot I will, eat regular I will Cheerios. not buy a box of Golden Grams. I will never do that again. No, I won't eat. No, I don't like Golden Grams. I remember the day I ate a box. I, I ate a bowl of Golden Grams, and I was like, I Bruh. feel teeth rotting in my mouth. <laughs> those, are, those are cookies. You're eating cookies for breakfast. Oh, like Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Those were literally chocolate chips. They were chocolate chip cookies. That's Little disgusting. Chip cookies straight up eating candy for breakfast. Yeah, but, I, can't, um, I can't do it. I can't stand regular Cheerios, man. My wife loves regular nah, Cheerios. I'm like, Honey Nut Cheerios are the best. You know what else? I wouldn't eat ever again. The, bag, the the generic bag of the same series that we're naming. <laughs> like, you know, at the, instead the, of Fruity Loops, it was called Fruityos. Fruityos, and then instead of Captain Crunch, it was Captain O or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain EO is what like. Instead of Frosted Flakes, it was like, it was like, a, li- it was like a lion in there. Yeah, or, yeah, or, frosted yeah. Cereal. <laughs> Frosted Crisp. Frosted Crisp. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next segment, which is John Lane presents the Sports and Things News. Oh, snap. It's been a minute. All right. Thank you, Mr. Turner. My name is John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. I'm afraid. It's lit. On Wednesday, May 4th, 2022, we are obviously going to start with the obvious. Um, our good friend, or Dennis's good friend, Dave Chappelle, was attacked last <laughs> night at the Hollywood Bowl after he was doing a, um, a special there. Some of the guests were Chris Rock, Jamie Foxx, uh, some of the... Uh, John Stewart. Uh, John Stewart was there. Uh, Black Star, uh, Yasin Bey and Talib Kweli, Mad Lib, they were the, the musical guests there. And at the end of the night, when Chappelle had just finished... Um, an attacker who goes by the name of Isaiah Lee, who's 23 years old, um, he bum-rushed the stage and knocked Dave Chappelle. It says that he tackled him, but that doesn't look like a tackle. It actually it actually does look like a tackle. It looks like a tackle from the, the 2017 Washington Redskins. Um, it was the office linebacker. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was Jamin Davis. Office linebacker. Um, but Isaiah Lee is actually a wannabe rapper. He came out with a song called Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. um, back in wow. 2020 where he kind of jokes. He, he basically says that some comedians are, are pun intended, are, are jokes. Uh, I haven't heard the song. I don't care to, 
to, to listen terrible. to it. Um, but he was brandishing a replica handgun with a knife blade attached to it. Uh, and they keep saying that he tackled him. I didn't see the footage, but from he, the, yeah, he, like he, a, he lunged at him. He definitely he lunged yeah. at him. And I didn't you, see him get his arms around him to tackle him. I thought that he just kind of like bumped him. Now he he lunged at him, they kind of backs up, and then he runs off, and then they chase him. Have you him. seen yeah. that Terry Tate office linebacker? It was like one of them things where he just like threw himself at him. Yeah. Like, hey, Terry Tate. How long we told you that story? Oh, well, this, this is probably a situation where Dave Chappelle uh, probably w- will start letting people bring cell phones. Uh, so a few people snuck cell phones into his show. As many people know, Dave Chappelle does not allow cell phones in his shows because he wants people to enjoy the show, not, you know, record it. Uh, and someone, someone recorded the incident and you can see, uh, the guy who kind of bum rushed the stage and knock him down. And then he kind of runs around for a little bit. And then Jamie Foxx, who was wearing a cowboy hat, who was standing on the side of the stage runs out and with the, uh, security tackles the guy and they start beating the living shit out of him. Um, Did you see the after picture? Yes, the, the after picture is on TMZ. Maybe we can post it up on our on our Twitter uh, Twitter account too. Arm is his arm is broken. Way. It is bent all the way back. His hand is broken. But it's still he handcuffed. Bu- it's but that broken arm is handcuffed still handcuffed to the, to, the- to the gurney. Yeah, <laughs> he's handcuffed to the gurney, even though it's broken. <laughs> um, he has a black eye. Has a bloody nose. His face is so He looks like Martin when after he fought Leon. Uh, yes, Spinks. he looks yeah, exactly he's, like he's, Martin. He Tommy Hearns. Oh, Tommy Hearns. My bad. When he fought Tommy Hearns. Um, so uh, a- anyway, and of course Chris Rock afterwards uh joked about it and said was that will smith and a lot of people got a laugh out of that and then dave Chappelle followed it up with bigger i thought that was you mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so anyway um dave also got into a little bit of trouble too because he, he also said that it was a trans man that attacked he did say him. that yeah, he said i thought it was a trans man mm-hmm. uh which is part of the reason why uh he's been getting a lot of uh flack uh, for comments that he made about the trans community back in 2017, 2018, uh, which he doesn't give a fuck about. So, um, but anyway, I can uh, also not confirm or deny that the people that broke the guy's arm were the actual law enforcement. I believe that. As a matter of fact, I think that it, it, that was reported. I think someone I had reported. I think someone reported that it was the police that broke his arm and hand but uh dave said that he stomped on his head he said he actually got a stomp stomp in on so everybody's saying they got a punch in even fred was there fred said he got a punch in too he's like i was I, he, you ain't see my harmonica sticking out of his ass <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no nah. shout out to freddie i didn't see that no, i'm sorry i didn't see that <laughs> That is fucking hilarious. He's like, me and John Stewart, we stuck punches in. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, except uh, John Stewart was pretending to fight. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an inside joke. I can't joke. confirm it's not that either. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Uh, moving on. Ludacris is officially Luda! a Panther for life. He's going to be drafted by Ron Rivera. No. What? Um, I was just going to say, uh, Ron Rivera. <laughs> He got an honorary degree from the Georgia State University Panthers. So, oh, yeah. He's Ron Rivera. 
He's he's with Ron Rivera now. So he's uh, he got a, a honorary degree in the Bachelor of Science in Music Management. Um, How did they pick that? Despite attending GSU for a couple of years, Ludacris, uh, they say he isn't your average college dropout. He actually left the music management program in the mid-90s because he signed a record deal with Def Jam and he released his um, 2000 breakout single, What's Your Fantasy? Uh, the rest is hip-hop history. Luda, he went on to like release several multi-platinum albums. Of course, my favorite is... Um, uh, What's the song that sound with with the sound of the car going by? Yeah, the one that Neptune's produced. <laughs> yeah, you know Cadillac grills, oh. Cadillac grills. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah, probably my favorite Luda joint. Um, that's, that's probably that's probably my favorite uh, Neptune's beat too, among others. Uh, so I don't know what that song's he, called. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, anyway, um, Luda was clear to let the. the so I think some that's what they say in the chorus. I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to look it up. We're old. We don't remember anything. That's right. Yeah, th that's the, really the story of this podcast is we don't remember shit because we old. Not even the cereal we eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is called Southern Hospitality. Southern Hospitality, right? We don't remember right, right. our favorite Jordans because they keep re-releasing them. <laughs> right. <true>. Different colorways. <laughs> uh, Juicy J from 3-6 Mafia. He Academy has, Award winner Juicy J. Oh, I'm sorry. Two Six Mafia legend Thanks. and Academy Award winner Juicy J. Uh, he's having himself a career renaissance after nearly 30 years in rap. And he says it's time to put some respect on his name in the biz or his put rank in the on. biz. Uh, he chopped it up with TMZ Hip Hop uh, today and he released a new single called Step Back where he kind of spoofs uh, James Harden. And showcases his skills as a Memphis, as, uh, with fellow rapper, Memphis rapper uh, Duke Deuce. <laughs> so, anyway, as far as Juicy's concerned, hip hop is the young man's game, and he says he's exactly that ageless with a timeless catalog. And he went as far as to tell the TMZ hip hop that he is, quote, the Quincy Jones of rap music. Oh, what does that mean? He said he's got the discography that should be mentioned with the Jay-Z's, the Dr. Dre's, and the Pharrell's of the world. It's a pretty bold statement, but he's sticking by his resume. Okay. Um, the He's got, like, a lot of TikTok, like, samples and clips that are used uh, from, uh, I guess it's a Diamond Certified plaque for when he was featured on Katy Perry's Dark Horse. Uh, and he's got an upcoming collab with our favorite Meg the Stallion, Meg oh. the Stallion. Well, uh, Key Glock and Pierre Bourne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um two more stories. Drake is in the news. Uh I'm putting some respect on Drake's name after this Where story. Is he Drake. Well, that bet so, he won. Uh huh. He won that bet, that parlay. Who's oh yeah, that? this is this I I did see that, but this is something else. Okay. Um I just want to let everybody know, if you come at Drake, he will most likely get back at you by DMing your girl. Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah. Um, he went on, uh, Drake went on Instagram to defend uh, T. Morant, who is John Morant's father, over a meme criticizing his support for the Grizzlies guard throughout the playoffs, uh, which to most people seem a little bit annoying and kind of on the lines of LeVar Ball. Le LeVar Ball annoying. So 
um, Drake, whose Instagram name is Champagne Poppy, said, imagine your son makes the league and he's Ja or Mello or Lonzo. All you can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive. And it's a rite of passage to that the OGs talk shit. I know I'm going to be this way even if my son is in a Rubik's Cube competition. And somebody commented by saying, your son probably played with Ghost Riders. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. However, Yikes. Drake pew, clapped pew, back. Pew, pew. Drake clapped back and said, I just followed your girl because she probably is miserable and needs some excitement in her life. Oh. Oh, and by the way, he actually did. And the guy reposted it on Instagram and said, yo, nah, this fool really did DM my wife. And he DM'd her, DM'd her by saying, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> what did the wife do? Is what the question is. Was she packing her bags see, when he saw it? She was packing see, her bags. Like, I did not that see. That is classified. Yeah, <laughs> she was already I, on the plane. She's, that, you can have that phone. You can have that phone. That's a win for Drake. Yeah, that's a win for Drake. He, he wasn't Yikes. kidding. He 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 will go into your girl's DM. So, y'all motherfuckers, look, y'all be talking shit about Drake and how much of a soft rapper he is, but he will have your girl, your sister, and your mama in the room. So that is hilarious. Don't get it twisted. All right, and finally on sports things news, we are going to go to the. This is kind of on the lines of criminals are stupid department. Uh, this takes place in Alabama. An Alabama corrections deputy walks an escaped inmate out of jail. Uh, latter day, this is a story out of 2FAB uh, by the 2FAB staff. Um, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office released security footage of the moment correction, corrections deputy Vicki White walked inmate Casey White, no relation, out of jail and never came back. I should preface this by saying that Vicki White has been working at the Correctional Institute for like 23 years and she was employee of the year four times. Um, the clip shows White backed her marked patrol car up to the door of a detention center and walking in at exactly 9.30 a.m. precisely 26 seconds later she calmly reemerges with a six foot nine White shackled, cuffed in an orange jumpsuit walking behind her. Uh, she never looks back as she holds the door open for him, walking outside. Uh, she opens the rear door of the car for the prisoner before closing it, jumping into the driver's seat and driving away. Apparently, they found the car. It was abandoned at a shopping center parking lot about 10 minutes later. Uh, it was a 2007 orange or copper-colored Ford Edge with the minor damage. Mo there are many people, including family members, who are saying that she's being held against her will. And there are other people who are saying that she kind of got uh, brainwashed by him or has fallen in love with this inmate. And many people are trying to tell her, especially the dude's ex-wife, saying he doesn't he's not he's, he doesn't care for you. He's only caring for his own self self-being you need to get away you need to turn yourself in you need to bring him back you need to do whatever you can to get out of the situation um the guy is in prison for murder by the way oh yeah uh currently they're they're both still missing um so that's uh it, it's kind of a really awkward 
situation right now because you just don't know if she's being held against her will or if she willingly decided to do this. So, I'm John Lynn. That's the Sports and Things Ness. Yay. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't talk about the Ray J story that came out today. You know, I did see that, but I'm like, I don't want to talk about Kim Kardashian. That's fair. And it's a story no, that we are anyway. Yeah, it's, 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 that story is stupid because they can't release pornography without consent. Right. So, right. Anyway, right. all right, let's go into the uh, artist of the week and then others of the week. Uh, Trey, you want to give us your artist of the week first? Um, my artist of the week is uh, this week, Mr. Lewis Cole. Um, I have to admittedly, I had not listened to a lot of Lewis Cole, but uh, oh, I checked out his live album. Uh, it's called Live 2019, and it was released, and you guessed it, 2020. Um, and uh, the like, he's got some cool stuff, and the horn arrangements, and he gives a lot of a uh, lot of musical moments, a lot of. Uh, solos and instrumentation and just it's a lot of cool stuff going on I was uh, I enjoyed it really you should check out his studio album that came out in 2018 that's that's that is phenomenal definitely will definitely will Thundercat is pretty dope yeah he's he's uh yeah also uh, uh real quickly Amber Jean from Moonchild plays flute and saxophone in his big band oh that's who that was okay Yeah, yeah, I heard the okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh John. Um I haven't really been listening to anyone, so I'm just gonna pick somebody. Uh I'm gonna pick the Micah. Shags. <laughs> no, not Micah. I'm gonna pick the Shags. Uh imagine you are listening to a really bad garage band that doesn't play in time, like literally doesn't play in time. You can look it up. They're on Apple Music. Look up the Shags. They're a, 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 they're three sisters. Um, at first listen, they sound absolutely horrible. But then someone told me that when they used to perform live, everything that you hear on that recording is exactly how they play it live. Mm. So that's either you really suck or you're a genius at it. And that's been the narrative. Unfortunately, the drummer who's the original member, she passed away in 2007. Um, but the other two kind of came out of the woodwork recently as their story came out and they started doing shows with like real musicians. Of course, it doesn't sound the same with real musicians. Um, but I would encourage all of you to go and listen to their LP. I don't remember the name of the LP, but they're called The Shags. S-H-A-G-G-S. They sound terrible, but... It's actually a bit genius if you listen to him. Right. Wow. Dope. That's an interesting uh <laughs> yeah. perspective. <laughs> I was I was gonna say my artist of the week was gonna I I'll, I'll save him for next week because I just wanna say that my artist of the week this week is gonna be Megan Thee Stallion. I don't I, I no music. I, I don't care about that. I just <laughs> she's my artist of the week. Just just period, just because she's 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 a dope artist in her, you know, in her own right, but she's able to She's been able to take her platform and do stuff that other people haven't been able to do yet, like the sports uh, uh, sportswear or the uh, swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. That's incredible because she's not an athlete at all, and she's on the cover of an athletic magazine. Mm. So Megan Stallion is mine. I'll, I'll do. I'll save the other one for next week. 
but Megan Thee Stallion is my artist of the week. And um, go check out her uh, OnlyFans or Reddit. <laughs> I, I've never been to her OnlyFans. I've only been to her Reddit page. So um, let's do others of the week. Uh, let's start with John. Uh, I also don't have others of the week. My sons have been real sick, so I haven't been able to do shit. Uh, <laughs> um, but I am going to go ahead and plug uh, a, a show that I, or I should say, a documentary that I rewatched um, again: the Vietnam War, which is the Ken Burns series. It's phenomenal. Um, it's my fourth time seeing it. It's very long, but it's very, very good. Pause, um, and I, it's still on Netflix. So go, people. All right, Trey. Um, I'm like John. I don't really have one. Um, uh, I'm kind of late because I haven't finished watching it yet. But I'm uh, watching the, Are you uh, late? the last season of Ozark. And um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else has already watched it. Don't tell me what happens. Thanks. I I actually <laughs> be, I binge watched that on Friday night. I just oh. I just watched all all of them. Like I was I was home early and I was able well, to let me let me tell you to do this. Get married and then after you get married, then watch shows like that with your wife, right? And then have two young kids at the same time and then try to sync up when y'all can sit and watch it together and see how it goes. I'm not yeah, doing any of life. that. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it like you wanna watch it tonight? Life. You you wanna watch the tonight? I ain't yeah. gotta ask I ain't gotta yeah. ask somebody uh-huh. shit. No, I'm good. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you want to watch a couple episodes tonight? Nah, I got to work. Oh, oh, well, I, uh, yeah. I had to get up the next morning, too. But I, <laughs> it's I, hard I, for I just, us to get a time to sit and watch TV together. Yeah, like Once I started, TV. once I started, I was just like, I'm just going to finish this. Uh, it's it's actually worth it. Like It's worth watching. I had my hangups about it, and that is the last season. They're not doing a season five, so it's it's cool the way they ended it, but I'm not going to spoil it for you. We can talk. We can do talk about it. Um, so that's my show of the. That's my show of the week. However, I do want to plug that um, Canelo versus Bivol is this Saturday. Oh yeah, let's go Canelo. And if it's if it's any indication, if you're watching this guy, if you've seen any footage of this guy training, it's going to be a long night for Bivol. So man, it's look, gonna pay, Canelo pay is like my favorite fighter right now. It's on the. Uh, he's everybody's favorite fighter. <laughs> It like went out. It, you, yeah, you it just sound went like out. you. Yeah, it sounds like, like your, your, your mic shifted. Underwater shift. or something. Yeah, it's like your mic shifted. It's like uh, he's, okay, okay, there it is. There you go. He told uh, he got called out by a fighter last week. I forgot the name of the fighter, and he told the fighter, he's like, "I'll fight you. Don't worry about that. But you gotta wait your turn. Like I, like I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> like let me get let me get these the mandatory out of the way, and then we can set up a fight. And I, I'll definitely fight you. I have no issue mm. with getting in the ring with you. Like he steps to anybody he goes up and wait he goes down and wait he mm-hmm. unifies wherever he goes he probably has about another five or six years fighting at this point but the guy's on top like canelo I, I, wasn't really canelo until he lost to mayweather i feel like that's when he became canelo because well, he, he was young he was young he's yeah. very young yeah he's, he's very, very young. young and i would i was i was gonna really say i was having this uh conversation with a colleague of ours i, I said that canelo now wouldn't would Beat the shit out of Mayweather. At I believe his prime. it. I believe it. I got I, my my boy Antonio Parker. We've had on the show. He's a he's a Mayweather. He's obsessed with Mayweather. 
And he keeps telling me, yeah, no, Mayweather, Mayweather beat Canelo. I was like, Canelo was young. He's like, well, Mayweather was young. I was like, Canelo was younger than Mayweather. Yeah, and Canelo yeah. now would beat Mayweather then in his prime. And he's like, nah, that would never I, happen. I would, I, would, I would guarantee that fight would yes. be would be yes. in favor of Canelo. If anything, he's like he's like a snake. You just watch him. He just kind of like slow walks people down and he just figures you out. His defense is so much yeah. better than Mayweather. Mayweather runs away from you, but Canelo's defense, he'll be in your face and you can't hit him. Yeah, Mayweather is the Philly like shoulder roll. Like Canelo is the I can dodge every punch you throw at me yeah. while walking you down. And then Mayweather will tire you out. Yeah. That's what he'll, he'll and tire And that's the you thing. Out. Like if, if you if you watch Mayweather fight, I mean not Mayweather, you watch Canelo fight now, he doesn't throw a lot of punches. But every punch is meaningful. It means and something. it lands. Yeah, and it lands. Yeah. So it's like doesn't miss. And by the seventh round, you don't realize why you're on the floor. It's like he hits you in the rib. <laughs> he hits you in the rib for seven rounds. <laughs> like yeah. you, and then you yeah. see that left hook coming, and then you on the ground. So anyway, it's, it should be a good fight. I still have um, Canelo winning that fight, um, probably in eight rounds. But it's gonna be a good fight. That's where I'm gonna be at after my wedding day Saturday. So. Uh, that is our others of the week. Um, I guess I just took Jay's because I did, I did too. He's not here, so um, he's muted. yeah, he's muted. <laughs> All right, and that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Unhinged Sport Network. I remember this time. Uh, Say, do we know who our sponsors are? Belly Up, <laughs> Belly Up Sports, and Eating Playlist as well. Um, Shout out to all of those who, and Apple and all those who play our show, podcast, uh, Google, Amazon. I'm actually surprised we still got on Amazon. I, I, I don't even know how we did that. Um, Thank you, Mr. Bezos. Yeah, exactly. Please buy the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. And uh, we want to we wanna make sure that everybody's being safe still. Um, even if you're not if you're not getting COVID, people are getting sick. Like this this weather is crazy. Like this this job is going eighty one week and it's thirty the yeah. next week. Like yeah, yeah. wrap up, be safe. You know, kids are in school and they're getting sick and you wrap know kids up, are carriers. Yeah, both of both of my kids have been going through some really, really yeah. bad sicknesses this week. My son is sick right now. He was acting like he couldn't do homework because he was sick. So make sure that Probably you're safe. <laughs> well he didn't. That is, uh, <laughs> whether he could or not, he didn't. <laughs> I was like, I gotta write his teacher a nice little note tomorrow. I'm like, hey, he was going to do it, but I, I let him go to sleep and say, <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, and that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you're safe. Make sure that you are giving your people just their flowers while they're still here, telling your family and your friends that you love them while they're still here because no day is promised. Um, and, you know, we, we like to leave on that, on that positive note. So until next week, peace. Free my nigga James Harden, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> RG3. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC. What it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bought the vets who about to get more rings. 
plus more things like a jam session or something yeah. then we beefing cause our favorite team die like slumming die like pumping over podcasts instead we every O you want more than that whole hum so here we go yeah we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that y'all talking sports and things talking sports and things priest the nomad up talking sports and things we're talking sports and things D Turner John Lane talking sports and things baby we're talking sports and things straight illy Drake Hill talking sports and things talking sports and things DC baby thanks for listening to sports and things featuring John Lane Trey Ely Jay Hill and Dennis Turner be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.